0: Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL newsroom. Good morning, Natalie.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: Well, the Ford government has passed legislation intended to spark housing development, but cities, including London, are not happy.
1: Yeah, this is a really interesting one. London Mayor Josh Morgan says he'll meet with his peers later this week to discuss next steps after Ontario passed the controversial Bill 23 yesterday. Also known as the More Homes Built Faster Act, Bill 23 aims to speed up home construction in the province through a wide array of measures, including cuts to development charges, which are fees imposed by cities on new builds in order to pay for new infrastructure. In a report last week to City Council, city staff estimated the bill's cuts to development charges could cost London more than $97 million over a five-year period, adding that the bill would shift the burden of paying for new infrastructure to taxpayers and other alternative funding sources. Later this week, Morgan will meet with his fellow members of the Ontario's Big City Mayors Group, which consists of mayors of other cities with a population of more than 100,000 to discuss how they plan to respond. The projected financial toll for municipalities are just one of the concerns echoed in an outpouring of criticism for Bill 23 out of its passing on Monday. The More Homes Built Faster Act reduces the role of conservation authorities, including limiting the areas they can consider when assessing development permissions, removing factors such as population or rather pollution and conservation of the land, as well as flood risk. That does not sound good. The Ontario government says the bill will support its promise to build one and a half million homes over the next 10 years and, quote, removes unnecessary costs and cuts through red tape and other bottlenecks that stand in the way of new homes being built.
0: There is some good news for drivers in London.
1: Yeah, the price of gas continues to slide here in London. Gas is set to drop by four cents tonight to a $1.41.9, a level we haven't seen since January 12th of this year. Gas prices have been on a steady decline over the past month. It's 30 cents cheaper for Londoners to fill up at the pumps today than it was a month ago. Gas prices reached a high of $2.15 back in June, and then they've been steadily falling until mid-September when they started to rise a bit until their most recent decline at the start. Of the month. While the price of regular and premium are both going down tonight, the price of diesel is set to rise by four cents. Diesel drivers will be charged a $1.95.9 at this time tomorrow. Now the decline is the latest bit of good news for drivers. Two weeks ago, Premier Ford announced he would extend the 5.7 cent gas tax cut through all of next year.
0: London police have made an arrest in connection with a shooting in the city last week.
1: Yeah, police say they've charged two suspects in connection with Friday's shooting in the East End, but one is still on the lam. Officers responded to the American Plaza Motel on Dundas Street near Wavell at around 12.30 on Friday afternoon. An injured man reported sustaining serious but non-life-threatening injuries as a result of a gunshot wound. Now, according to police, a vehicle was stolen following the shooting, but was later recovered. As a result of the investigation, a 33-year-old man has been arrested and charged with five counts, including armed robbery and aggravated assault. A 37-year-old man is still wanted in connection with the case. Now you can see full details of the suspect including their name, description and photo on our website 980cfpl.ca. Anyone who has information about the case is urged to contact London police or Crime Stoppers.
0: Canadians would be forgiven if they forgot this was happening but Canada's new plastic ban is almost here.
1: Yeah, Canadians appear to be cutting back on their use of plastic straws and grocery bags with a national ban on those items looming. Three weeks from today, it will no longer be legal in Canada to manufacture or import most plastic shopping bags or straws along with stir sticks, cutlery and takeout containers. One year later, the sale of those items will also be banned. Statistics Canada data shows that between 2019 and 2021, the number of Canadians who regularly used plastic straws fell slightly, while the number who regularly remembered to bring reusable bags on shopping trips went up. Canada's domestic bags uh, plastics ban is on deck just as it is pushing on the world stage for a global treaty that would eliminate plastic waste entirely by 2040. Negotiations towards such an agreement are underway this week in Uruguay, but are expected to take at least two
0: years to complete. And there's more information on that big sewage leak story out of Hamilton.
1: Yeah, this is a stinky situation. The city of Hamilton says a pipe that's been leaking undetected for 26 years dumped an estimated 337 (laughs) million litres of sewage into the local harbour. Hamilton's mayor called for an investigation last week after the leak was discovered by staff doing maintenance work and preliminary findings, suggest a contractor put a hole in the pipe back in 1996. The city says it developed an estimate of sewage sent into the harbour based on water usage data for the properties connected to the leaking pipe. It says the pipe was repaired last week, and the cost of fixing the leak was estimated at nearly $30,000.
0: Well, let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1798, the legislature of the island of St. John voted to change its name to Prince Edward Island. The name was chosen in honor of Prince Edward, Duke of Kent, who was stationed with the army in Halifax at the time. It was felt that the change was necessary because the island was being confused with St. John's New Brunswick and St. John's Newfoundland. In 1814, London Times became the first newspaper to be printed by a steam-powered press. In 1924, the first hockey game played at the Montreal Forum, the Uh, was played at the Montreal Forum. The Montreal Canadiens beat the Toronto St. Pats 7-1. In 1929, U.S. Admiral Richard Byrd became the first man to fly over the South Pole three years earlier. He'd made the first flight over the North Pole. In 1948, the Sport of Roller Derby made its U.S. television debut on CBS In 1963, U.S. President Lyndon Johnson named a commission headed by Earl Warren to investigate the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. In 1988, Sir Victor Hubert Tate one of the few Canadians to hold a knighthood, died in London at the age of 96. He played a key role in the planning of the Normandy invasion. In 1994, Guelph became the first Canadian city to hire a female police chief with the appointment of Lena Bradburn. In 1999, Wayne Gretzky was named the male athlete of the century in the Canadian press survey of newspaper sports editors and broadcasters. In 2001, lawyers for Stephen Truscott submitted a brief to the federal justice minister calling for their client to be exonerated of the 1959 murder of a 12-year-old girl, Lynn Harper, near Clinton. In 2007, he was acquitted of the crime, and in 2008, he was awarded $6.5 million in compensation. In 2017, NBC News fired Matt Lauer as host of the Today Show for inappropriate sexual behavior. In 2019, Bill Peters resigned as coach of the Calgary Flames amid allegations of racial slurs and physical abuse of players in previous jobs. In 2020, David Prowse, the man behind the mask of Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy, died at the age of 85. And on this day in 2021, the word vaccine was declared the word of the year by Merriam-Webster. Celebrating a birthday today, we have Howie Mandel turns 67, Andrew McCarthy is 60, Don Cheadle is 58, Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block is 54, And Ferris is 46, and Russell Wilson is 34.